the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is brought to you by Bridgeway Community Church. From our nation's capital, welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Seasoned expert on race, religion, relationships, Dr. Anderson wants to talk to you. Phone lines are open now, 888-432-7434. And now, please welcome Dr. David Anderson, your bridge-building voice in the nation's capital. Good afternoon, friends. David Anderson live right here in the nation's capital. How in the world are you today? Well, wherever you are, in your kitchen, in your car, maybe in front of your computer or your smartphone watching me on Facebook Live, uh, thanks a lot for tuning in. At Anderson Speaks is my handle there, as well as on the most listened to Christian talk station on the East Coast, second in the entire country, WAVA 105.1 FM, right here in the nation's capital, covering all of Northern Virginia, Maryland, Washington, D.C., Parts of Pennsylvania and uh, West Virginia as well. And today is Tough Topic Tuesday. If, if you're new to the show, let me tell you how we roll. If you're not new, then you already can say it with me. Marriage Mondays, Tough Topic Tuesdays, Wisdom Wednesdays, Theological Thursdays, and then Open Phone-In Fridays. Anything you want to talk to me about on Friday is fair game. But today is, uh, is Tough Topic Tuesday. And uh, you can see sitting here in the studio with me with the flash of other guests coming through, uh, the NFL, Freedom of Expression and the POTUS, the President of the United States of America. Next to me is our assistant producer, Mr. Tony Penny. How's it going, Tony? Doing great, Doc. How are you? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. And boy, do we have a lot to talk about. Uh, So many folk are dealing with the issue of uh, kneeling at the NFL games and the president has put this on his uh, verbal agenda anyway, and it has caused a national uh, observation, conversation, consternation, frustration. And so we want to deal with it on this tough topic today, Tony. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to open in a word of prayer, allow you to give some more information of how people can connect with us, and then let's have this conversation. I'd love to know what my listeners uh, from all sides are thinking and feeling. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we thank you for uh, our show and the opportunity to invite people to come to the table to have conversation because we do believe that comprehension begins with conversation. We commit the show to you now in the name of Jesus. Together, everyone said amen and amen. Amen. It's Tough Topic Tuesday. We're talking about the NFL, freedom of expression, and our president. 
the President of the United States. 888-432-7434 is our number. If you can't call us, maybe you can go to our Facebook page. Look for at Anderson Speaks. Um, we're live on Facebook right now. You can certainly leave a comment or a question. We'll be monitoring those throughout the show. We'll be more than happy to talk with you that way, too. 888-432-7434. What do you think about the NFL? Kneelers, people are kneeling. Some are standing in solidarity. Uh, Tony, what's the latest on this? All right, so let's before we get to the latest, let's go back a little bit just to see where all of this began in the first place. About 13 months ago, Colin Kaepernick, who was then a quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers, decided that he was going to sit during the national anthem, and this began during the preseason of, of last season, the 2016 season. Mm-hmm. Um, nobody kind of paid attention at first until one particular pr- uh, photographer saw him do it, snapped a picture, it went viral, and Kaepernick went from sitting on the bench to kneeling because he felt that that was mm-hmm. actually more respectful mm-hmm. for veterans and, and for current military uh, personnel. Why did he think it was more respectful for veterans to kneel instead of to sit? Well, just the, the, the posture itself. Sitting, I think, kind of denoted sort of a passive, I don't care kind of an attitude and, and just seemed a little bit more disrespectful. Kneeling on one knee somehow, I guess, to him made it seem as though it was more respectful, a little less disrespectful, especially to military personnel. Was the whole point, from what you understand and research you've done with uh, Kaepernick, was the whole point to bring attention to racial injustices with police, or was it about disrespecting the flag, or is it the nexus of the two of them? Well, this is what Colin Kaepernick said himself, and I'll quote him back in 2016 when this whole thing first started. He said, I'm not going to stand up to show pride in a flag for a country that oppresses black people and people of color. To me, this is bigger than football, and it would be selfish on my part to look the other way. There are bodies in the street and people getting paid leave and getting away with murder. Mm -hmm. So this began as a protest against police brutality and extrajudicial killings of unarmed African-American people by American policemen. Mm. That's what it was. It was Mm. nothing against the flag. It was nothing against uh, the national anthem necessarily. It was simply a protest against police brutality. Now, but in all fairness, he did it in protest of the American flag representing the country under which this police brutality happened. Right. So we can't say it's totally disassociated from the flag. This point is, this flag represents, and this country represents, while there are many good things, I am picking out this one thing, because I happen to uh, be black too, I pick out this one thing to say I cannot, uh, I've got to make a statement somehow. At the end of the day, was this about making a statement and getting publicity? I don't think it was about getting publicity for him. I think it was about making a statement and raising awareness of police brutality against unarmed African-American people, men Mm -hmm. and women and children, unfortunately. Uh Well, we want to talk to you more about this. We want to open up the phone line so you have an opportunity to ask us questions, make your comment. We want to have a dialogue about it. That doesn't mean we're all going to necessarily agree. You know how my show works. It's bridge building, and uh, we're going to have opinions and comments, and sometimes they're going to conflict. Uh, That's okay. That's what makes good radio and great conversation, and most of all, it stretches all of us to think maybe a way that somebody else thinks that we don't think. So that's why we build bridges here 
through conversation. I'm going to run to my commercial break now. As soon as I get back in three minutes, we're taking your phone calls at 888-432-7434. One more time, 888-43-BRIDGE. Does your home need any improvements? Ours did. In fact, Amber and I called Home Fix Custom Remodeling, HCR, and we got a new Master Elite roof. And guess what? Once that was installed, we started saving, listen, over $100 per month on energy bills. Not bad, right? Not to mention when we needed new windows and doors, guess who we called? HCR. That's right. And our energy bills are even less because of it. So if you need an efficient solution, ways to keep your home safe and your family safer, make sure you call HCR. Ask for Gus when you call. Tell him that I sent you. Here's his number. You ready? 888-991-2427. And by the way, they also specialize in a wide range of other products like energy efficient siding, doors, trim, and gutters. And let's not forget those walk-in tubs and showers for those aging gracefully among us. Let's put it like that. And all of this with a lifetime inclusive warranty. Call HCR 888-991-2427 and tell Gus Dr. Anderson sent you. Hi, my name is attorney James McCollum and my firm practices in the area of employment law. I've practiced employment law since 1988. I've represented many persons in federal and state courts and administrative agencies. Employment law is complex, and whatever your issue, we know that it is important to you. We'd be honored and privileged to serve you. Let McCollum & Associates work for you. Call us at 301-864-6070. That's 301-864-6070. Welcome back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. For more information about this program or for resources from Dr. Anderson, please visit andersonspeaks.com. You can call our hotline at any time at 888-432-7434. That's 888-43-BRIDGE. To watch us on Facebook Live or to check out previous broadcasts, visit Dr. Anderson's public Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson and click Like. Join our text community and receive a free weekly textpiration from Dr. Anderson. Just text the word INSPIRE to 50555. That's I-N-S-P-I-R-E to 50555. And now, back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Topic Tuesday on Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. I'm Tony Penny, the assistant producer, sidekicking today with the good doc. And on this Tough Topic Tuesday, we're talking about the NFL, freedom of expression, and the POTUS. 888-432-7434 is our number. Doc, before we went to the break, I was kind of giving you a little bit of context on Colin Kaepernick's stance or kneeling uh, last, last season. After the end of the season, he became a free agent, was never picked up by any team. He's currently unemployed as far as the NFL is concerned. Uh-huh. Um, a few players uh, over the course of last season joined him in his protest, and they knelt um, during the national anthem throughout the season. Hmm. During the preseason this year, a few more players knelt 
Some players stood next to the kneeling players with their hand on their shoulder. Some locked arms in, in a show of solidarity. Mm. But things got heated a little bit over the weekend. Uh, they got kicked up a notch, shall we say, by our president, who at a rally in Huntsville, Alabama, um, made the following remarks. And I'll clean these up to the best of my ability since we are a family station. <laughs> You ever think you'd hear that when talking about what something the president said? We yeah. can't say what he said because it's not good. Uh, the president said, and I quote, wouldn't you love to see one of these NFL owners when somebody disrespects our flag to say, get that expletive off the field right now, out. He's fired. He's fired. Mm. Well, the next day um, or, or the following Sunday, a couple days later, you saw the Baltimore Ravens and the um, – it was the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah, and unfortunately, they lost really badly, those Ravens in London. Let's not talk about that. Okay. We'll, we'll try not to talk about the score. But you saw the, the entire Ravens team on their knees during the anthem, mm-hmm. uh, arm in arm. You saw some Jaguars players do the same thing. Over the course of the day, over 200 players, in some cases, complete teams, either knelt or, in the case of the Pittsburgh Steelers, didn't even come out during the national anthem as a show of solidarity against the president's comments mm. a couple of days before. Right, right. And this has set off a firestorm, especially on social media, where everybody has an opinion about exactly what this is. Well, within the last hour, the president was doing a, uh, a conference, press conference, if you will, with the uh, president of Spain, prime minister of Spain. Uh, and uh, I don't know if it was president or prime minister, to be honest with you. Prime but, minister. Uh, it was a prime minister, but uh, he was asked by a reporter again about this, and he tripled down on it. He's already doubled down on it. He's tripled <laughs> down on it and basically said he's a he's ashamed of anyone that disrespects the flag. As a military person, eight years, Army Reserve, hoorah. Uh, you, Tony, a Marine. Mm-hmm. Uh, eight years. Eight years, hoorah. Uh, we definitely have respect for our country and for our flag. Absolutely. So then the question becomes when you feel like you are also also wanting to protest something in your country, how do you do that? Are there appropriate ways to do it? Friends, I want to talk to you about it. I want to hear what you have to say. I want to hear what you're thinking, feeling, not judging you at all, okay? Let's go to the phone lines. First, let me give you the number, 888-432-7434. Let's kick the show off with Sonny, who is in Bethesda, Maryland. Hi, Sonny. Welcome to the show. How are you? Good, Dr. Anderson. I'm a long-time listener. appreciate what you do. Yeah, I appreciate you, brother. What are you thinking on this topic? Oh, man. You know, I'm a Christian, first of all, and i got to be careful, brother, because this is a, uh, I think it's a little bit of Satan trying to get us all divided up. But mm. um, with that said, I do have a lot of raw emotion around this, and I think it's, uh, it's upsetting me that, uh, you know, to see the Ravens kneel, in front of our anthem and then stand for God Save the Queen in London. Mm. I, I mean, I cannot mm. believe they did that. And personally, I'm done with the NFL. I'm out. Mm. I'm not watching anymore. Wow. You know, there's an interesting view there, Sonny, of kneeling uh, in one sense and then standing in another country uh, for for that. Wow. I hadn't even thought about that perspective. Thanks for bringing it up, okay? Yeah, yeah, and I, I just got to say, I understand uh, other people's views. I think it's inappropriate because I do think the anthem stands for our military, especially now with the wars going on. Yeah. And, um, 
I have a hard time getting behind Kaepernick, even though he brings up a good point. Yeah. Just the kind of guy that he is. We really have two difficult forces going on here. I mean, Trump is no saint either. Obviously, he's stoking fires. But mm-hmm. you go back to Kaepernick wearing a Castro T-shirt, glorifying Cuba, his dictatorship and everything he did to Christians and free people, mm. wearing socks that have cops depicted as pigs in practice. I mean, this guy is just... Mm. terrible to stand behind and for everyone to rally behind them really gets to me yeah i hear you i hear you and yet i'm sure you still feel the issues that we're talking about as well how do you how do you kind of reconcile that sonny i'll give you the last word on it well the issue is uh you know obviously not it has to be addressed this issue of violence this this uh issue with racial differences or black men are seemingly being killed, innocent, obviously. Um, uh, Orlando Castillo, I might be getting the name wrong, but that horrific shooting up north. Um, All of these events are in our face, and we need to deal with them. I think it's the wrong venue. I I think it's important to deal with, but not standing for the flag, wrong way to go. Let's just go in another direction and deal with it. Yeah, hey, thank you, Sonny. I appreciate your spirit and your comments, okay? Thanks. You too, brother. Thanks for all you do. Blessings to you. You know, Tony, something he said just reminded me how difficult it must be when you're trying to push for civil uh, justice, racial justice. What venue becomes the right venue before so it, it pricks the conscience of a country, before uh, people actually do something about it? Is it Black Lives Matter when they're disruptive in a, in a political setting, in a public meeting? Is, is it when people protest and stand in the street so traffic can't go? Is it uh, the flag uh, when anthem is going and you kneel? Like, if you don't, I'm, I'm not saying be disruptive, but if you're not disruptive, does anything ever change? Is there ever a point where you're just so frustrated after the 18th or 20th person has been killed and the police has been exonerated, uh, e- even if somebody didn't have a gun, uh, you know, like the latest one, I believe. Uh, what, like, how do you bring change if you're not disruptive? It's a great question, and I've I've been wondering that since this whole thing began last year. What exactly would be considered an acceptable form of protest to those who find kneeling uh, during the national anthem? Unacceptable. Which is nonviolent. Which is nonviolent. It's peaceful. It doesn't disrupt the game. It doesn't disrupt the day-to-day operations of the NFL. The game still goes on. The national anthem is still played. Nothing really changes. Nothing happens as a result of kneeling. It's simply a silent, personal protest by a player or a group of players. Or then you get Tim Tebow, who is in trouble for kneeling. Right. (laughs) He kneels to pray and and to thank God. And, you know, I'm not saying that's the reason he doesn't have an NFL career, but it didn't help. Yeah, evidently kneeling ain't going to help you no matter what. Right. But apparently standing won't either, because if you stand and you march peacefully down the street, people are going to find that to be uh, a problem as well. Look, uh, when the Freedom Riders in the 1960s began to get on buses um, and travel across different states in violation of state law, and I think maybe even federal law at that point, but at least state law, Mm -hmm. that was disruptive. Not only was it disruptive, it was breaking the law. Yeah. When they sat at lunch counters at Woolworths and other places in, in cities and towns throughout the states, that was disruptive. It right. was breaking the law. Yeah. And all the way to a civil war. To a, all the way, you go all the way back to the civil war. You go all the way back to the Revolutionary War when colonists threw tea into the Boston Harbor. That yeah. was disruptive. Yeah. 
Yeah. Nothing happens without disruption. Yeah. If nothing changes, nothing changes. Would it be possible for a country like ours to be so pricked in our moral conscience that we don't have to have disruption, that we can just say, listen, this is wrong, this is bad, we're going to do something about it, or do you just have to have another person shot, another person killed, uh, and unfortunately another black man dropped uh, before, like, at what point does our leadership from the president to the Congress, to the Supreme Court, say no more. We're not there yet, and if we're not there yet, I don't know what's going to get us there. Mm -hmm. I, I wish I had an answer to that question, but when, when you see a 12-year-old, 13-year-old um, shot in a park by a police officer within two seconds of his arrival to the scene, and that doesn't prick your conscience. Yeah. If that doesn't change your mind, if that doesn't get you thinking about police brutality, extrajudicial uh, homicide of, of people, citizens, by law enforcement, um, if that doesn't start you thinking about ways to reform the way law enforcement does its job in some small way, I'm not sure what does. And if you're not outraged about it, uh, it just shows us how divided the line along race is. Too, if it's a 12-year-old, somebody calls in and says, I think he has a gun. But it could be a fake gun. I'm not quite sure, sir. That's what they say on right. a 911 call. Right. And then the, guy, the cops pull up. Within two seconds, they pull out a gun and shoot a 12-year-old. A 12-year-old. If, if that doesn't outrage you to the point that you understand and maybe even agree with Colin Kaepernick and other NFL players and NBA players and now Major League Baseball players – who are taking a knee during the anthem, I'm not sure what's going to do it. Mm. I really don't know. 888-432-7434 is the conversation number. If you want to call us, we do want to talk to you. And uh, our lines are full, but our open line number is 888-43-BRIDGE. Let's go to Mike in Gaithersburg, Maryland. Hi, Mike. Thanks for calling today. What are you thinking? Yeah, hi there. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for hanging with me. What are you thinking, brother? Hey, uh, Sonny uh, mentioned a couple of the things that uh, I'm just wondering about. That um, you know, when this whole uh, Colin Kaepernick thing came up, um, very few people really shared the, the the full story of his tweets about the owners being white supremacists, about them being slave owners. Um, he mentioned you know his support of the Castros. I mean. How can anyone take this guy seriously when he supports a wicked, evil regime like that? Mm. And then uh, somehow we're supposed to think that uh, that he's a, a moral, upstanding man that uh, that we want our, our children or we want you know Americans looking to. So, but, um, so by him supporting, why yeah. the whole Colin, Colin Kaepernick story is not shared, only uh, bits and pieces of it. So you're saying, just so I'm clear, you're saying if this guy is supporting Castro, then we ought to really not be supporting him. That's a that's a that's well, a. I mean, I, I I don't support him anyway, not right? Just okay. Because of the Castro thing, okay. I mean that's cer <laughs> that's certainly enough. Sure. I mean, uh, I wouldn't think that, that would you or would you advise anyone in your church or anyone to, to support Cat, the Castro regime? I'd support Cuba. I'm not sure I'd support the Castro regime, regime for sure, but it's not my country either, so I don't feel that same sort of uh, passion 
but I'm not sure that if somebody supported another leader from another country, even if I disagreed, like if somebody says, I support uh, North Korean dude, I'd have some real issues with it. But if they are saying something that I know to be true in my own country, I might want to support what they're saying, but I may not want to support the way they're doing it. And the real question is, is the way this guy uh, Kaepernick was doing it, that is becoming, I think, the story. But I wonder, Mike, if we would even be talking about this had he not done it. And then on top of that, would we be talking about it now if uh, President Trump hadn't uh, elevated it even more? What do you think? I'll give you the last word on it. Well, yeah, I certainly think that, uh, you know, President Trump, of course, he's, uh, he's right in his opinion as well. You know, and uh, I think that, you know, even though we're going to use language that should not be used. Yeah, hey, Mike, you're going, in and, out, you're going in and out on me, Mike, so I'm going to have to drop you there. But um, I'm so sorry I had to drop you, but I guess you're on a cell phone and you probably got into a bad area. It wasn't uh, on my part. I really want to <laughs> what you had to say. <laughs> Tony, we're going to run the break. When we do get back, we'll pick this up. But, you know, at the end of the day, some of the issues are getting convoluted. Yeah, it's all starting to kind of conflate a little bit. Uh, flag, anthem, police brutality, President Trump, um, the military. Somehow this has become about the military. I'm, I'm, I would love it if I'm President Trump sure. would actually say something about police brutality and the death of black men. I would love it if he had the same energy and vehemence around that that he did um, around Colin Kaepernick and 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 uh, players that kneel. I'd love him to have that same energy uh, that he had about players that towards Klansmen and white nationalists and neo Nazis. He seemed to go kind of easy on them. Easy, quiet, relative to this, and uh, not very passionate. But at least no. he's, at least he's talking about Puerto Rico now. They're fine people. <laughs> Very fine people. We're coming right back. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. 2017 has been a crazy year in the mortgage industry. The Fed told everyone they were going to raise rates. Interest rates were expected to rise. And then the unexpected happened. Hey, everyone. This is Mike. And this is Brian of Fellowship Home Loans. And what we've seen so far is the perfect storm, something we rarely see in the mortgage industry. We've seen some of the lowest interest rates in history and some of the highest home values ever. Usually it's one or the other. But this combination has created a perfect scenario for anyone that's looking to do something with their mortgage. Whether you want to take cash out for home improvements, pay off debt, eliminate PMI, or consolidate loans, now is the time. Give us a call today at 800-804-SAVE. That's 800-804-7283 or online at fellowshiphomeloans.com. Come and get your loan, Fellowship Home Loans. Intercontinental Capital Group, DBA, Fellowship Home Loans, Equal Housing Opportunity Lender, NMLS number 60134. Worry less with Liberty Mutual Insurance. So your son got home safe last night? Tom said he had a flat tire. Yeah, he was out past curfew and got stuck on Route 1, but Liberty Mutual went out and took care of it for him. Liberty did what? Yeah, a flat jump or toe. It's no problem no matter where or when with their roadside assistance. What was he doing out so late anyway? Getting himself grounded for a month. <laughs> Visit us online to get a quote. You can leave worry behind when Liberty stands with you. Liberty Mutual Insurance. Optional 24-hour roadside assistance coverage. Coverage is underwritten by Liberty Mutual Insurance Company. American Icon Films and Greg Laurie present a new documentary. Steve McQueen, American Icon. Steve McQueen set the action movie template for the modern-day era of cinema. He was the best at what he did. Follow Pastor Greg on a cross-country trip and discover the incredible true story. Steve McQueen became a believer in Jesus Christ toward the end of his life. That is a 
story very few people know. Steve McQueen, American icon. A special one-night event in select theaters Thursday, September 28th. Find theaters and tickets at stevemcqueenmovie.com. You're listening to Love Advice with Leanne. Caller, you're on the air. Uh, hi, Leanne. Long-time listener, first-time caller. <laughs> Why, in your professional opinion, do you never take my calls off the air? Is this Carl? Yep, it's Carl. I mean, we had a few dates. Everything was great, I thought. Uh... Well, you know, when you switch to GEICO, you could save a lot of money on car insurance. Okay, awesome. You should call them. I will. GEICO, because saving 15% or more on car insurance is always a great answer. Life-changing talk radio. Worldwide at WAVA.com. You're listening to 105.1 FM. WAVA. Life-changing talk radio. Worldwide at WAVA.com. You're listening to 105.1 FM. WAVA. Life-changing talk radio. Worldwide at WAVA.com. You're listening to 105.1 FM. WAVA. Safe, reliable, and affordable transportation service for your kids. The studentshuttle.com. If you want to get your child somewhere in the Prince George's County, Maryland area to school, elementary, middle, high school, get them to grandma's house, get them uh, to the store and back, just call the student shuttle. Their number, 301-806-0188. You can call and get a quote today and get your transportation needs settled once and for all, thestudentshuttle.com. Stuff Topic Tuesday on Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. I'm Tony Penny, assistant producer, sidekick in the day, and we're talking about the NFL, freedom of expression, and the POTUS. 888-432-7434 is our number. You can go to our Facebook page, leave a comment or question there. We'll be monitoring that as well. Let's find out what John is talking about. He's in... Fairfax, Virginia. Hello, John. Welcome to the show. How are you doing? Hello, great. Thanks, gentlemen. How are you doing? Uh, we're doing great, my friend. So what are you thinking today? Yeah, so just a few observations I made. There's been um, a lot of people just pushing the issue aside, you know, um, people getting shot, making rationality for it, um, not addressing it you know, arguing on Facebook and not, not, you know, making every excuse in the book for it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it seemed like more people accepted it in the 60s when we only had one TV as opposed to now when people see the video of the person getting shot and they don't even believe it. And so, you know, Kaepernick knelt, and it's in everybody's faces right now. They want to put it, pull it aside, but they put it aside, but they can't. It's in their face. And mm-hmm. one thing I, I'm, I'm wondering is, you know, do – I wonder if – a lot of um, people, especially white people, when the subject comes up, and you've heard this on your show, you know, why are you bringing up race? Why are you bringing race? Right. Let's <laughs> unite. You know, let's be people. You know, I, I wonder if, if the subject um, being brought up, um, I, I wonder if the person is thinking, you know, gosh, if I was a black person, I'd hate white people. But, you know, and white people, if you're listening, you know, we don't hate you for, for talking about race. It's not a divider is something that brings us together when you empathize it. And only the deniability of it is what draws us apart. So I think mm. Kaepernick 
putting this in people's faces, forcing them to talk about it, is effective. And, yeah, I mean, if you push it aside, it's going to divide us. That's a good point. Thank you, uh, John, for the point from Fairfax, Virginia. It is a good point, Tony, that when you bring up race, oftentimes if you're black, it seems like you're being divisive. And if you're silent on the point of race, then it seems like you're being uniting uh, for for some of our, not all, of course, some of our white brothers and sisters. Yeah. Uh, People really loved Muhammad Ali once he wasn't able to talk anymore. His popularity increased tremendously when he was diagnosed with Uh Parkinson's and his ability to speak um, gradually and and kind of dramatically at times declined, and he wasn't Mm. able to speak his mind anymore. Mm. Young Ali, who uh, was a member of the Nation of Islam and who uh, avoided the draft, was a hated man in this country by many, many people. It wasn't until uh, the the late 70s, early 80s or so, once his health began to decline, that people saw Ali as this incredible hero, the most you know famous photogenic photograph man on the planet. Um, he you know held the torch at the 86 Olympics and 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 lit the fire and everything, and everyone just thought it was amazing. Mm. 20 years before, people couldn't stand the sight of him. So are you saying basically Stay, to be quiet? If you're quiet. If, and, and you don't mention it. You don't rock the boat. People don't really have a problem with you. It's mm. when you when you want to discuss race, even in the most innocent, benign way, um, the most loving, open way, people still think you're being a racist simply by talking about race. It's It's got to be disconcerting to continue to turn on the television and see those uh, abused dogs – and animals, and they play the music under it, <laughs> and then you just your yeah. your heart aches, and after a while you're touched by it, but then after a while you're like, I'm just going to turn the channel. I don't even want to watch it anymore. I wonder if that's how it feels. And for my non-black listeners, I want to ask you to tell me what you think. Is that what it feels like? Because I know what that feels like, right? right. I see the dogs, uh, and I don't want to see it anymore. I, I, I see the children. I don't want to see them anymore. It just looks too bad. I've seen enough of it, and so it was, it was almost a fatigue. As soon as it comes on, I want to turn, turn, change the channel. But with a black person, you can't always change the channel. They're just always there. It's on another it, channel, too. Exactly. Every time you change from one black person to another black person, you're still talking about race. I wonder if, uh, for my non-black uh, listeners and, and congregants, could we just change the channel? It's everywhere. I just want to get away from it. It's not that I agree with it. I don't want the dogs to, to, to not have a nice home. I don't want the kids uh, with the flies, you know, uh, and, their, and mm-hmm. tears in their eyes uh, to live that way. It's just that I can't handle anymore. Right. I'm not. I feel bad for the dogs on the commercials, but I'm not going to adopt one right now. I don't have mm-hmm. that that ability. I think for a lot of people, um, any mention of it, no matter how frequent, is too much. Any mm. mention of race, any mention of police brutality, any mm. mention of white privilege, inequality, anything along those lines is too much. If we just stop talking about it, it will go away. That. And if it would work. go away, we'd probably stop talking about it. Right. And that line of thinking Hopefully. doesn't work for any <laughs> social ill in the world. True. If we stop talking about hunger, suddenly children will be fed. If we stop mm. talking about homelessness, affordable housing will just pop up out of nowhere. It doesn't work that, that way. Mm. We have to talk about these things in order to move beyond them and to move past them as much as we can. Good stuff here. I want to hear from you. 888 432 
When I come back, Stafford, Virginia, Kingsville, Maryland, on the road in D.C., Pikesville, Arlington. We're coming to all of you. We just got to take a commercial break. But as soon as we get back, we're coming to you on Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Sometimes people ask me, what kind of doctor are you? And I say, a doctor of philosophy. And they say, where did you get that? And I say, Oxford Graduate School. And they say, where is that? So Oxford Graduate School has a small English tutor campus in the hills of Tennessee. It's wonderful. And you not only study there, but you study at the Library of Congress in Washington, D.C., as well as at the University of Oxford in England. What a wonderful program. I did it for three years. You go for a week and study, and then you have 60, 90, 120 days worth of reading, writing, and research to do. You do those cores about six or seven times, then you write a dissertation. I tell you what, I not only got my degree while I was a working adult as a pastor in a church, but it was a safe place, not only to learn, but a safe place to think. You want more information, check them out at ogs.edu. That's ogs.edu, or give them a call, 423-775-6596. Dr. Anderson would love for you to join his brand new public figure Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson on Facebook, and when you see his smiling face, click like. It's another great way for you to connect and follow the good doc. Does your home need any improvements? Ours did. In fact, Amber and I called Home Fix Custom Remodeling, HCR, and we got a new Master Elite roof. And guess what? Once that was installed, we started saving, listen, over $100 per month on energy bills. Not bad, right? Not to mention when we needed new windows and doors, guess who we called? HCR. That's right. And our energy bills are even less because of it. So if you need an efficient solution, ways to keep your home safe and your family safer, make sure you call HCR. Ask for Gus when you call. Tell him that I sent you. Here's his number. You ready? 888-991-2427. And by the way, they also specialize in a wide range of other products like energy efficient siding, doors, trim, and gutters. And let's not forget those walk-in tubs and showers for those aging gracefully among us. Let's put it like that. And all of this with a lifetime inclusive warranty. Call HCR 888-991-2427 and tell Gus Dr. Anderson sent you. And we're back. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Tony Penny sidekicking it with me today. We're talking about the NFL, freedom of expression, and the president of the United States. Uh, Tony, this happens to be an issue that's probably not going to go away, even though you think you want it to go away. Even if you want it to go away, if you wish it to go away, uh, all you got to do is give it maybe another couple of weeks to a month, and something else is going to happen and it's going to pop off. Right. Now, I'll say this. Um, huge number of players, owners, staff, uh, either took a knee, didn't come out onto the field um, on Sunday and last night, um, or stood locked arms together. Mm-hmm. Let's see what happens Thursday. Let's uh, see what happens next Sunday, because I, I have a feeling that a good amount of this had more to do with the president's co- divisive comments, as Tom Brady calls them, the quarterback of the Patriots, 
um, than had to do with Colin Kaepernick and his stance against police brutality. I hate to give credit, but uh, I know. the Dallas Cowboys, mm-hmm. they actually, I think, did something right. Uh, they knelt first before the anthem, everyone as a team, and then they stood up for the anthem, the best of both worlds. You're acknowledging the issue uh, and the president's uh, sort of uh, divisive comment. And at the same time, you're honoring the flag. I think that was a really good leadership decision. Uh, and if you uh, repeat that, I will deny it because <laughs> I am a Washington fan and uh, I never give the Dallas uh, Cowboys a credit. Right. And they won last night, too, by the way. Hey. Um, yeah, I guess they did. So, yeah, they, they stood, b- they knelt before the anthem, which is better than nothing if you stand with Colin Kaepernick, right? I mean, yeah. a lot of people thought, well, that's great, but it would have been. Or at least the issue. It, it would have made more of an impact if you knelt during the anthem. Doing it before, okay, at least you're in solidarity against, solidarity against the president's comments, but you probably are not necessarily in solidarity with Colin Kaepernick and the issue. Yeah, or maybe not with Colin Kaepernick, but the issue. Uh, who knows? 888-432-7434. Let's go to Kingsville, Maryland, where Mary is on the line. Hi, Mary. Welcome to the show. Hi, Dr. Anderson. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. My pleasure. What are you thinking? Well, first of all, let me just say this. We have to play the game in the uniform we've been issued. I'm a black woman. I've mm-hmm. been issued a black uniform. Mm. Okay? And we have to really understand that you can only do certain things because of where you live. There's an mm-hmm. inequality throughout the world. It's been going on mm-hmm. since biblical times. The Romans and the Jews, they've been going through it. Did Jesus mm. pick up a sword and say, you know what, Barabbas, you're right. You know what, mm. give me a sword, I'm with you. You know, he didn't do that. No, what he did was he stayed on his father's agenda. Mm. And he said, okay, that's you, that's your conviction. You do you, boo-boo, but me, <laughs> I've got to go about my father's business. Mm. Okay, so what was his message? Love. But unfortunately, we don't know how to love one another. Mm. If we don't agree with each other, we don't love each other. Mm. And you can tell that by the way we behave, behave and how we treat each other. Mm. Our behavior dictates how we – our behavior is predicated on what we believe. What right. we believe, in other words, dictates how we believe. And unfortunately, this is, you can see what people believe. They do yeah. not believe in the true word of God the way it's supposed to be because if they did, stuff like this shouldn't even affect Christian folk. Mm. Let the world fight with the world. Mm. Let the world do the world. Let the president do the president. All you got to do is get on instead of one knee, get on two. Mm. Get mm. on two knees. Well, get down. I like it. And pray. I like it, Mary. Thank you so much from Kingsville. Said get down on two knees. I, th- I think that's what uh, Stevie Wonder did. Ray Lewis did it too the other day. How about that? Interesting. All right. Well, let's let's keep moving right along. Mario has a question in Stafford, Virginia. Hi, Mario. Welcome to the show. Hey, how are you, Dr. Anderson? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thanks for hanging with me. What are you thinking today on this Tough Topic Tuesday? Well, I'm thinking I'm thinking we're the country is actually a lack of a lack of empathy. You know, we don't really have a heart for um, our fellow man, you know, I think, again, it's politics, it's greed, you know, anything that steps in the way of, uh, of us prospering, not mm-hmm. the black man, but, you know, those that be that are just looking out for themselves, mm-hmm. um, because that is, that is probably the reason why, you know, uh, the are being off, even though they are guilty. 
Uh, and we even see that they're guilty, like you were speaking about the 12-year-old. You know, we, we, we see unarmed 12-year-old. I mean, what type of, what type of uh, threat could they be? Now, I'm not saying 12-year-olds cannot be sure. such a threat to he was reported life, to have but, a He was reported you know, to have a I mean, fake gun have, as well, just to have the, the facts there. It was a toy. It, it was a toy gun. Yes, and toy. Was it a toy that, gun, uh, though, right? No. At the yes. same toy time, I'm sorry? Yeah, you, it, uh, continue to make your point. I just want to make sure if anybody was listening for that one particular issue, Tamir Rice, he did have a toy gun, just to make it clear. It still wasn't right, by the way. Uh, yes. You know? yes. <laughs> yeah, it still wasn't right, by the yeah. way. Now, now the thing is, is um, I grew up with, you know, um, with, with uh, you know, let, let's go back to high school. You know, uh, I had uh, my friends talking about I wanted to be a cop. I wanted to be a cop. But these are the same people that were being bullied, too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So when they became, you know, cops, you know, when when they're off duty, you know, um, I have heard some things about them boasting about, yeah, this guy, man, I had to put him behind in jail, you know, for other words. Right, right, but I right. had to put him in jail because he did this to me. He mouthed off at me and did this kind of thing. So, I mean, again, you have to, as far as. Yeah, they're bringing, they're bringing their history. Would, would call it. Yeah, they're bringing their history. You're right uh, in that every police officer is a human being. He's bringing his history uh, into the particular role that he has. By the way, thank you, Mari. I'm going to let you go so I can keep moving. But, uh, you know, there are a lot of great cops and police officers. We support them. They're on my teams. But at the same time, there's a lot of police officers that uh, have a blue, uh, blue wall. You know, and we had uh, just last week on my show uh, a police officer, a former police officer, who admitted uh, uh, some of these very atrocities that he himself did, including putting uh, someone in jail and falsifying reports. And so we know it happens. The question is, how do we as the body of Christ love one another? Like my sister said earlier, Mary from Kingsville, how do we love one another when there are these kinds of social ills? How do we speak up? How do we stop it? Uh, from happening and what kind of systems can we put in place the the thing that Tony and I have been talking about today is sometimes you don't get that kind of forward motion and advancement unless you have disruption exactly Um, and I think sometimes that disruption can come in the form of situations like this where you have NFL players uh, and owners and coaches standing together against, in, at least in this case, the president's remarks. Well, now we're, we're hopefully we're going to move that ball down the field, so to speak, um, and have a conversation about what this was all about to begin with, which is police mm-hmm. brutality and the, the killing of unarmed black people in our country. Hopefully. That's a conversation that's going to have, right? Right. That's the conversation we want to have. That was the reason that Colin Kaepernick began to sit and kneel to begin with. Mm, got it. Let's go to Matthew. He's in Arlington, uh, Virginia. Matthew, I've only got about 30 to 45 seconds, but I really want to get you in. So go for it, my brother. Oh, thanks, Dr. Anderson. Okay, I'll just keep it to one thing then. So about the gentleman that was talking about self-expression and Castro and, and the tweet, Yeah. Um, I, I think we have to remember, and I think you were getting at this, you know, people can make truthful or accurate observations Uh, To use an example from longer back, like Luther, um, but I think there's a tendency, like with Luther, or maybe with this gentleman, I don't know a lot about it, but there's a tendency, I feel like, nowadays on both sides 
to negate someone or silence someone or sort of take them out of the conversation when sin is exposed in their life. Mm, yeah. If you think about it. Every everybody has that. I mean, but but yeah. just because someone has horrible sin in their life, that doesn't negate truth that they've observed or shared. So That's like, a good word. Hey, I got to stop you right there. Luther did. Yeah, Matthew, yeah, you know, I got to stop you right there because it's going to stop whether I keep talking or not. I got your point. It was a really good one. What if you could transform your life one healthy habit at a time? Hi, Don Crow here. There really is a lifestyle and weight loss program out there that does just that, including a free health coach to join you on your health journey. Learn healthy habits to reach your optimum weight, keep it off, and really thrive in your life. Dr. Wayne and Lori Anderson co-founded this program, and they've impacted a million lives. Enjoy easy-to-follow food plans and delicious food. Go to WAVA.com, keyword health, now for $100 off your first order. That's WAVA.com, keyword health. And by the way, this lifestyle and weight loss program is growing and is currently seeking entrepreneurial, health-minded, caring individuals who would love to make a difference in the world by coaching others to find health and hope. So whether you're interested in the programs or are looking for a new, exciting, and meaningful career, don't delay. Go to WAVA.com right now. Type in the keyword health. That's WAVA.com. Keyword health. Hey, folks, Rich Lee here. Well, my pillow has now made it easier than ever to own a MyPillow. Not only are they still offering a 10-year warranty, not only is it guaranteed not to go flat, made in the USA, washable, dryable, and the official pillow of the National Sleep Foundation, but now here's their best offer yet. For a limited time, go to MyPillow.com or call 800-517-3636 and use promo code WAVA to take advantage of Mike Lindell's four-pack special. You'll get 40% off two MyPillow premium pillows and two go-anywhere pillows. Now you can take your MyPillow with you when you travel and even give one to a friend there is no excuse to delay any longer purchase the best pillow i have ever owned call 800-517-3636 do that today and get the four-pack special that's 40 percent off two my pillow premium pillows and two go anywhere pillows my pillow will get you into that deep sleep faster and you'll stay there longer call 800-517-3636 notice the difference a good night's sleep can make at home and now even when you travel call 800-517-3636 or mypillow.com promo code wava Loans are made by WebBank. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. Wouldn't it be nice if more of your money went to savings instead of the credit card companies? It could through Avant. With a competitive fixed rate loan through Avant, you can pay your high interest credit card bills and save money. That's right. Instead of paying so much credit card interest each month, extra money could go straight to your savings. And loans through Avant are easy. It's all online with no hassles. And you could have the money within days, not weeks. And now Avant will also give you a $50 Amazon gift card after your first payment is made on time. So what are you waiting for? Go to Avant.com today. To check your rates with no impact to your credit score, go to Avant.com today. Enter promo code 2727 and Avant will give you a $50 Amazon gift card after your first installment is made on time. That's A-V-A-N-T.com, promo code 2727. Avant.com, code 2727. One hundred five point one FM WAVA. And we're back with a fast hour, real talk with Dr. David Anderson. Hey, listen, Tony Penny, as we uh, land this plane, what what are we thinking on this topic? The NFL freedom of expression and the 
president of the United States, how do we get better? How do we not get bitter? What do we do with this disruption going on in our country now, not only in the streets of of St. Louis or Baltimore, but also now even on the fields of football games? And I'm I'm guessing it's going to be other uh, sports as well. What, What are we thinking here? What are some final words? I think first we need to come to the agreement that um, social media is not the best way to have a dialogue. Uh, it's not the be- always the best way to communicate. Uh, and that goes from the president on down to the average citizen. Um, it's very easy to get behind a keyboard and find all kinds of courage that you wouldn't otherwise have. Mm-hmm. And you say things that maybe you mean, maybe you don't mean, but um, they do nothing to bring any kind of uh, healing or reconciliation or unity. Mm-hmm. I think we have to have honest Uh, conversations around these issues, around the issues of race, around the issues of police brutality and law enforcement reform, around the issues of white privilege and what all of that means so that we can move forward. Um, We're allowed to express ourselves uh, in a way that's that's peaceful and nonviolent and and doesn't hurt anyone. Certainly taking a knee does that during the anthem. You may, may find it disrespectful or offensive, but it's a peaceful protest. Marching in the streets is a peaceful protest, um, as long as it remains peaceful. We have the we have the ability to do that um, and because of the great to, and we have country the, we're in, right? And we also have to be able to respect people who disagree with our our um, not our ability to do it, but the way that we do it. Hmm. And we probably could make a choice to say, I really don't care what Kaepernick is doing. Sure. You know, I mean, we have the ability to. I want to watch my team play. If you want to stand, if you want to sit, if you want to stay in the locker room, I really don't care. Just get out there and play the game. That's why I paid for my ticket. Right. Go out and, and, and do what you're going to do, but just play the game. As long as it doesn't disrupt the game, I think that's fine. There are people who will say, well, I'm, never, I'm not going to watch. I'm done with the NFL. I'm done with the Washington team. I'm done with Baltimore. No, you're not. You're going to watch. Because if your team cobbles together a winning season and gets to the playoffs, and maybe even if your team somehow, through some yes, miracle, makes it Washington. to the Super Bowl, you're going to watch. Uh, I'm going to watch it. Anyway. You're going to watch. I'm a faithful fan. But here's the thing. If I'm a, uh, I don't know, if I'm an atheist and I see Tebow, you know, do his little uh, kneel down thing, I, to what degree do I really care? What does it matter? You know, at the end of the day, why does it really matter? Is it that big of a deal that Tebow gets down on a knee and praises his God? Or if Kaepernick gets down on his knee and, and, and makes a statement against uh, racial violence? At the end of the day... You know, I don't think we should get so up in arms over it, but I do think it's a good uh, stimulator for us to pray and a good stimulator for us to have conversation about the bigger topics. And if we stay with the smaller topics of whether someone kneels or uh, is disrespecting the flag, uh, there's literally no Bible verse that says uh, you shouldn't disrespect the flag by, you know, kneeling. There's there's no allegiance Mm -hmm. Uh, to our nationality or our ethnicity uh, more than there should be allegiance to the Spirit of God Mm -hmm. uh, where the fruit of the Spirit exists in our lives of love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And if we allow that to go, then we've truly lost the game. Absolutely. Amen and amen. Let's pray together, friends. Lord, would you give us that wisdom that we need every day uh, to figure out how do we host these conversations, how do we have these conversations and lord how do we even help move the broader issues of real men dying real mothers crying how do we move our system in such a way that is more just for the honor of you it's in Jesus' name we pray for that wisdom amen and amen amen father help your
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.